We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform, the Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same, and love, love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant, Pastor Wali Tejumade. Get ready for a transformation. Okay, so our God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Bible says, who went about doing what? Come on now. Who went about doing what? Who went about doing good? How was he doing good? How was he doing good? Healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. He wasn't just going about. He was going about. He was doing good. That was Jesus' passion. Healing the sick. Delivering the oppressed. Rescuing the captives. Setting them free. Saving the lost. Giving hope to the hopeless. That was or those were Jesus' passions. He went about doing good. Healing all of them that were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Again, I told you. It was the Holy Spirit that made Jesus Jesus on earth. Glory to God. Let's see the book of Luke chapter number 4 verse 18. Luke chapter number 4 verse 18. See what Jesus said here. Luke 4 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach what? The gospel to who? To the poor. He has sent me to heal. And by the way, the poor here does not literally mean poor in terms of lack of money and all of those. Anyone who has not come to the true knowledge of Jesus is poor. Glory to God. You hear me right now? So, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. So, Jesus' passion was nothing other than doing good. The Bible says he went about, he didn't stay somewhere doing good. He went everywhere. He went all out doing good. Healing all of them that were oppressed of the devil. Glory to God. Healing all of them that were oppressed of the devil. That was what Jesus was doing. His passion is to see the lost saved. And you saw that in Act 38 that we read earlier on, Act 10 rather, that we read earlier on, Act chapter number 10. Hallelujah. Act chapter number 10 from verse number 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. 36. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. 
That word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, and began from Galilee after the baptism which, he, which John preached. Then 38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. I love 39 so much. See what 39 says. And we are witnesses of all things, which he did, both in the land of the Jews and Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Then verse number 40, verse number 40 then says, Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly, not all people, but the witnesses chosen before by God, even to us who ate and drank with himself. With him after he arose from the dead. See 42. Take a look at your screen, everyone. Look at the command he gave them. This was his passion. This was his passion. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify. Declare after me and raise up your right hand up unto heaven. I testify. I testify. I testify that Jesus, he is Lord. I testify that Jesus, he is Lord. I testify that Jesus, he is Lord. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and of the dead. Act chapter number one. Act chapter number one from verse number one. Bible says, The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all the what? Of all the what? Please, are you all here? No distraction. Please, except you are using your phone to, you know, Type sermon, please. This is not a church service. Don't fill it with your phone. I mean, send you out. I'm, I'm serious. I've seen a couple of you doing that already. It does not matter if you're seated in the back. Please, honor God. It's disrespectful for you to be in the Lord's presence and be fiddling with your phone. Highly disrespectful. It's not as if you are sharing the link of the sermon with someone. Not that you are trying to check up on a friend to see if they are watching someone or not. You'll be there doing Snapchat, doing faith. I mean, it, it's dishonorable. The knowledge of Jesus that you have right now should convince you better never to try such things. Glory to God. You don't go to Trudeau's office, Justin Trudeau, and then you'll be in his office, he'll be talking to you, or in his presence, and you'll be with, you'll be with your phone. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. Both to do and teach. For you to fully understand Act chapter number 10, 42 better, see Act chapter number 1 from verse number 4. And being assembled, Act chapter number 1 from verse number 4, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem. But to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Verse 6. Verse 
Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? That was their concern. They want the kingdom restored to Israel. Seven. And he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. Please, can you move? But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And it shall be what? And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. That is Jesus' passion. Witness him. Matthew chapter number 5. 13 to 16. Bible says that you are, you are, you are, you are um, um, a city set on a hill that cannot be hid. Light in the midst of darkness. It says, no, nobody lights a candle and put it under a bushel. Jesus is not a secret to be kept. You hear me? How can you know this which you know right now and keep him? Can you fully have and understand? And by the way, celebrate Sister Mom. Is that her? Ah, ah. Hey, Jesus. Glory to God. I was wondering if she was the one or a guest. Hallelujah. Ah, ah. She looks different. Is it me? Oh, you guys, you agree, right? Ah. Glory to Jesus. Canada is indeed very good. Hallelujah. And Loftyite is indeed very better. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, one of the inside jokes, not even inside jokes, people share it all about, that it's only fine boys and girls that come to lofty heights. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Even if you are not fine, when you get here, we'll make you fine. No, how can you know that Jesus is God and not be fine? Yeah. Because the glory of the Lord is radiating upon you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Celebrate Jesus. So this is Jesus' passion, witnessing him. I once heard the general overseer of the redeemed Christian church of God, Pastor Enoch Adeboye once said, said, you cannot claim to be truly saved and not be bold to share about Jesus. You cannot claim to be truly saved and not be bold to share about Jesus. Each time your mouth is shut, you know what you're doing? You are denying him. Now, I'm not saying go stand in front of the road and begin to stop everybody and say, have you accepted the lordship of Jesus? No, okay, oh yeah, now. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that you have friends. They call you friend. Very close to you. They lack understanding of Jesus. They've not accepted his lordship in their lives. And you've not taken it as a responsibility for a second or a day to preach Jesus to them. Bible tells us in the same book of Acts about Philip and the Ethiopian Enoch. Bible says that the Enoch was reading, he didn't have understanding what he was reading. Then Philip, by the power of the Holy Spirit, showed up and said, do you know what you're reading? The guy said, how can I know what I'm reading when there is nobody to interpret it to me? The Bible says that Philip used that opportunity right there and then to preach Jesus to this, to the, to this man. 
He used the opportunity right there and then. Peter sees that opportunity. I mean, Philip sees that opportunity to preach Jesus. And let me look, 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 look for it for you. When I share these things, I usually like to let you hear so that you would know that no, this is not pastor's word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Has anybody found it? Acts chapter number 8, verse what? 26. Yes, let's start from 26. Let me show you. Acts chapter number 8 from 26. I want you to see this. I'm talking to you right now. You've all understood during morning session the person of Jesus. I want you to know what his passion is. And you see, one of the marks that you've accepted his lordship is that what bothers him begins to bother you. His passion that becomes a passion. So his worries then becomes your worry. See, now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. 27. So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all, who had charge of all her treasury, and had come to Jerusalem to worship. He was returning and sitting in his chariot. He was reading Isaiah the prophet. The same scripture you read, the book of Isaiah. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. Don't forget, the Holy Spirit was given primarily to enable a believer to witness Jesus. What the Holy Spirit did here was actually the fundamental in his mouth. And beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus. He did what? He preached Jesus to him. Opening, beginning from that very scripture. The guy already had expectations. He really wanted to know. Many of you, some of your friends, do you know that when your friend who, is not, who has not accepted the lordship of Jesus comes to you and begins to cry and moan, hey, hey, I have depression, I'm always sick, the enemy, they are pursuing me in my dream, do you know it's an opportunity for you to preach Jesus? Do you know their situation, their condition, that unpalatable whatever experiences they're having is an opportunity for you to preach Jesus? That's Jesus' passion. Where I come from, they'd say that the eunuch served into Philip's hand. <laughs> Some of you won't understand me now. So you served into the guy's hand, and the guy was, Philip was like, oh, finally, I've gotten someone. Take a look at it. Then Philip opened his mouth. He did not close it. Number two, you don't carry enough power for your roommate to know that there is actually power in Jesus. Or number three, you've not labored enough. Many times, when you want to go after the lost, many of you go in the flesh. You don't go in the spirit. You have a roommate forever, for example, who is addicted to pornography or to sex or to whatever. You think he's just telling him, Jesus is Lord, that will just change him? Oh no. It requires something much more than that. You would have to tarry on your knees. 
mentioning that person's name to God. Lord, you saved me. Did you hear me when I'm leading, leading people to prayer of salvation here? I say, Father, the same way you saved me. Please save this one. If God could have saved me, he can save any man. If he could have saved some of you here too, he could save, he can save anybody. Many of us, our mouth have been shut for too long. We even say, okay, you don't know what to say. Why not then invite this person to church? Many of you wouldn't. Okay, we created personalized banner for this conference. How many of you here, save for some of you, and I saw practically everybody who did, how many of you here created a personalized banner? I know, I know, I saw you guys. I saw some, oh yes, I saw. How many of you, some of you who even created, how many shared on the Facebook status? How many shared on the, on the WhatsApp status? Can you now see? So Jesus right now is hounding you for some source that, I should, that should have been in deeper, that should have come to the knowledge of who Jesus is, who are no longer here right now. You cannot preach. Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. You can't preach Jesus to them. We understand. We know. You're too close to them. We know. Why not bring them into church? Oh, you've been bringing them. They've not been coming. Why? Ask yourself. Why have they not been coming? Oh, they don't have transport money. They wake up so late. If you know they wake up so late, they're your friend. Why not drive from your house? Ah, Jesus went all out for just one soul. Why can't you go all out? Defy all out for one soul. I shared with you about the story of my friend back home in Nigeria. Who was an ardent Muslim. And these believers, Christ Embassy members, would be coming to his house. And we'll be telling them he does not have money for offering. So, oh, money for, oh, that's the list of all things. Take, this is money. Oh, my clothes are dead. He said he was deliberately telling them his clothes are dirty. Yet they'd come to his house and launder, wash his clothes for him. When clothes are washed, come to church. Oh, no, those clothes, they are not ironed. That's no problem. They will come to his house, iron his clothes for him, just for him to be saved. That guy is burning on fire for Jesus now. How passionate are you about the Father's business? I've seen some people in this church go the very extra mile. For example, I know for a certain, some of my sons here in the gospel, they've gone as far as paying for Uber for somebody to be in church before. Why not even just do your own? Try so hard, do all that you can, and leave it to God to deal with the person. Okay, let me tell you the way things work. You may preach and preach and preach and preach from now to tomorrow for that person to be saved. And they may not be saved. Or they may be saved and they may go back into the world. But you see, when Jesus eventually arrests them, they will not forget that at some point, Okian led me to Christ too. You get it? They will not forget. Oh, this must have been the same thing Curtis was trying to tell me then. How I wish I'd gone with Curtis to the church. Don't be ashamed. Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Because that was the scripture the guy was reading. 
So there was no need preaching to him at first to say that, oh, um, um, Jesus is Lord. No. Help the guy understand what he's already dealing with. Give me the next verse, sir. 36. Now, as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Can you see? Right there on the spot. Not go and come tomorrow. Not go and come tomorrow. Give me 37. Then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I told you earlier on what the Son of God means. God in the flesh. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Bible says in the book of Romans, if I let's read it, Romans chapter number one. Glory to God. We're discussing right now Jesus' passion. Romans chapter number one. We can read, I mean chapter number 10, sorry, from verse number one to 15. Romans chapter number 10 from verse number 1 to 15. You cannot be shameful of what is gainful. You cannot be truly saved. Come to the true knowledge of who Jesus is. And be ashamed to share that same Jesus with others. Your salvation experience not shared is salvation experience not real. Paul, in his letter to his prodigy Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter number 1, you would see there. He was giving thanks to God who considered him worthy to be called minister of the gospel. Despite the fact that he was a chief sinner. But many of you, once the Lord saves you, you begin to see yourself as above only. The ones who are still living in the kind of world or life that you were living before, they become, they, become, they become so sinful to you. You become a judge over them. Romans chapter number 10, 1 to 15. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. 11. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God. Listen to this. But not according to knowledge. Not according to epignosis. They have a zeal. So you can be so zealous, so zealous, so zealous for God. See, what I taught you today, especially this, I didn't know until like two or three years ago. You get what I'm saying right now? So you can be serving in the Lord's house and not have full understanding of revelation of whom you're actually serving. It says, for I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. Next verse. For they be ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. I'm not going into this today. Verse number four. Please just keep moving. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness 
which is of the law. The man who does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart, who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above. Or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. Eight, but what does it say? The word is near you. In your mouth and in your heart, that is the word of faith which will preach. It is near what? It is near you. In your mouth and in your heart. Verse 9. Look at what verse 9 says. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse number 10. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made to salvation. This is why we say that you open up your mouth and say after me, Lord Jesus, today I repent of my sins. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Salvation is also not for meditation. Just like faith is not for meditation. Salvation is for confession purpose. You openly declare. Your mouth cannot be shut to accept the lordship of the one who has saved you. Verse 11. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls, now I need you to follow me from here now. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord, did you see the Lord? You can see it again. Capital. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. 14. It says, okay, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Then it goes on to say, how then shall they call on him in whom they've not believed? Whoever calls upon, can you see the reason why you need to be injected with the same passion with which Jesus carried? He went about doing good, healing all of them that were oppressed of the devil. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they've not heard? For somebody to believe, somebody would have to tell the person about the person of Jesus. He says, and how, how shall they hear without a preacher? Can you see? How shall they hear without a preacher? Now, <clears throat> excuse me. All this process are processes leading you know, to, to, to the passion of Jesus. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How, shall, how then shall they call on the person who they've not believed in? Philip did not just say, um, you are saved. He said to the man, to the eunuch, he said, if you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. Mark chapter number 16, from verse number 15, 17 
18 and all. Bible, don't leave this verse. Bible teaches us that whoever, I think 15, 16 specifically, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He says the one who does not, who accepts rather shall be saved. He says the one who rejects that name shall be what? Shall be condemned. So whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How do I call on Jesus when I don't believe in Jesus? Amen. <clears throat> it says, and how <clears throat> shall they believe in him of whom they've not heard? How shall I call on the Jesus that I did not know? Nobody has told me about him. So how do I call upon him? Okay, how shall I believe in him? How shall I call upon him except a preacher tells me? Take this again from me tonight. Every New Testament believer is a commissioned preacher of the gospel. That's the passion of Jesus. Every New Testament believer is a commissioned preacher of the gospel. Every New Testament believer is a commissioned preacher of the gospel. Simply put, every New Testament believer is a preacher of the gospel. I added the word commissioned for you to know that you've been, God has called you to preach in the gospel. So you don't know what your calling is. It is to preach the gospel. Yeah. Give me the next verse, 15. And how shall they preach unless they are sent? <clears throat> you now, who have accepted the lordship of Jesus, have you been sent? Absolutely yes. God bless you. Absolutely yes. See, your salvation was not for your personal consumption. So you were not saved to be, for you to be saved alone. Salvation is a systemic process or a mathematical process that has a multiplier effect. So one person is saved. That person saves multiple other people. Bible says, Jesus teaches, it says, the tree that fails to bear fruit, what would I do? Who cut it off? Who cut it off? See, I said that you abide, it means that you grow and abide fruit. He says, anyone that does not abide, I'm going to deal with the person. So since you've accepted the Lordship of Jesus, how many souls have you shared Jesus with? Can you say why for many of you, your salvation is actually questionable? This is the passion of Jesus. All the disciples, this was what their lives were all about. Because the Holy Spirit is in them. If, see, you know, it's so serious that some of you, this church spends, that our church, Lofty High Christian Center, we spend a lot every month on creating graphics, banners for services. Many of you are too ashamed you see them to post, even to like. You see it on Facebook, on Instagram. You will be liking other Instagram, whatever thing, all those 
useless people that some of you follow, you will be liking each of all those ones. You will see my lofty height and you will skip. I mean, is it you guys who skip your pastor's um, gospel messages that will not skip um, um, the church? <clears throat> How do you do it? You think we create those banners for fun? We don't. We produce them huh, as a form of invite. So that you can take it, you can post it, and somebody can see it. And the more you post, the more they say, one day, they will come into church. Uh-uh. This church that Sheila is always talking about, always posting, always posting. Let's even go and see. And should I shock you? They're actually monitoring your church. They see all that God does through you guys. Many of them, it is shame and fear that has not made them to show up at your door. But we won't stop praying for them. That the eyes of their understanding will indeed be enlightened. That they will come indeed to the knowledge. And they will come. That this, they will know that this ministry, Lofty High Christian Center, this is an ark of noir in this generation. Saving both the white and the blacks. The males and the females, the blacks, the, um, the whites, the young, the clean and unclean. You cannot be shameful of what is gainful. Me, I monitor things so much, oh, sincerely. Let me tell you, in my estimation, those are, even though this is a conference, not a church program, and this is my conference, not church. Those are considered my disciples indeed were the ones who showed up for this conference. I monitor, I see things, I look at so much. Some have not once did you ever share on your story. Okay, your wall is too, your wall is for you to be showing your six packs and your beach wears and not, okay, okay, so leave your post, leave your feed. What about your story? We take a look at your story, your page. There is nothing glorifying or even telling about the God that you serve in there. And you say you are passionate about him. No, you are, you are just not serious. You don't know in whom you believe. Jesus is not a secret to be kept. He is not. So, when we post banner, when Brother Ade, for example, or Brother Samuel shares, you know, on the WhatsApp group of the church. And by the way, if you're here and you're not part of the WhatsApp group of the church, please see Brother Ade or Sister Lois or Brother Samuel immediately after this conference and let them get you added. I know that Brother Follow and um, Sister Gina seem not to be part of, part of that yet. It's important for you to be. We use that to disseminate information to church members. When they post it, sometimes we beg Please share. And you're saying Jesus is my Lord. No, you are, you're a liar. Je- no, Jesus is not your Lord. Because that your friend, those ones on your, on your, on your TL, those ones on your WhatsApp story, on your WhatsApp, whatever, who have not accepted the Lordship of Jesus, Jesus is counting on you. I know some of you have shared so much that people have given you names. Say, is it only the church that you know? Let it be. Your father, Jesus, was like that. 
He got missing. His mother was looking for him. He was furious. Say, hey, we've been looking for you. We didn't know you are in the temple. Say, shouldn't you know that I'll be about my father's business? When you post church banner or when you repost a Bible quote, they will not like it. They will not retweet it. But you go to Mexico and post a bikini picture. Say, hey, you look pang. Oh, you look great. Oh. What's that? <laughs> it's passion. It's passion. It's passion. Glory to God. <laughs> it's passion. It's passion. Souls. That they may be saved. See, Jesus is coming soon. And before he comes... We must save as many as we can save. That's why, have you noticed that in this church, we don't end services without giving people opportunity to come to the, to the knowledge of Jesus? It's deliberate. See, it's a war between the forces of darkness and light. They are also dragging the same people that you are dragging. Are you all getting blessed? Go back to that scripture, sir. Verse number 15. I think that was where we were. No, verse 14 now. 15. And how shall they preach unless they are sent? It is as it is written. How beautiful. At the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. Who bring glad tidings of good things. How beautiful. Why are you ashamed of Jesus? You feel you're not clean? You feel your friends know too many terrible things about you? You feel they will take you for a ride? You feel they will not believe you? See, ditch all those feelings and go all out for him. If the Spirit of the Lord is indeed in you, Jude understand what I'm saying better. See, on my IG, I shared with you guys before. If I did not read my Bible, that's carry my Bible to read in a day. If I pick up my phone, I will read the Bible. If I did not read my Bible in a day, but I pick up my phone to check my Instagram, for example, I will read the Bible. You know why? Because of those that I follow. And because of the class of those that follow me. I'm too certain that, I mean, I would have friends who would be reposting the regular Bible app, the word for the day. They will repost it on their story. I will stumble on it. So every blessed day, I read the word. What about you? Glory to God. Jesus. This Jesus is passion. It's passion. Matthew chapter number 10 verse 16. Matthew chapter number 10 verse 16. Jesus said to his disciples. He says, I have sent you 
as sheep among wolves. Sheep among, among wolves. See, many of you also don't understand. You see, that new creation reality, that new creation fact, 1 Corinthians 5, from verse number 17. Please, can you give me that on the screen? Many still don't know what that means. Many still don't have an idea, the weight of the fact that you are indeed a new creation. 1 Corinthians 5, 17. That you are indeed a new creation. So when we talk about you being a new creation, you think that when Jesus, when you accept the Lordship of Jesus, what he did was to refurbish you or to repackage you. It is the reason why you are lost between your old self and your new self. It is lack of this deep knowledge. Please, can I have that on the screen? It is lack of this knowledge. It is lack of this knowledge that causes... Is this 2 Corinthians? So you find 1 Corinthians 5 and you can't find that. So you guys don't know that scripture too? Jesus. I need to send these ones to Bible school. Glory to God. They were not doing like this to me. Say, it is not there. It is not there. Shame on you both. Shame. 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 Come on, celebrate them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They are trying. They are growing. Just that I want them to grow faster. For example, both of them, they were not in morning session. Glory to God. Lord, touch their heart. It's a new year. Receive it. Lift, stand up, both of you. Stand up, stand up. Do your hands like this. Stand up and do your hands like this. Say, Jesus, I serve you with the whole of me. I'm available. Use me. Fill me with your love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Celebrate Jesus for their lives. I bet my wife will be shaking her head and laughing now. <laughs> Glory to God. Are you all getting blessed? He says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. New creation. He says, new creation means all things. See, semicolon. I taught you guys this before. There is no mechanical accuracy you find in the Bible that is an error. If you read your Bible and you don't take note of the comma, full stops, iPhone, all those mechanical choruses, you will lose out on its meaning. He says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, is a new creation, then he explains further what he meant by saying new creation. He says, that simply means all things are passed away. He explains again what it means for all things to be passed away. He says, behold, all things have become new. That new creation there means Kainos. That's the Greek word. So when you are saved, many of you don't know that you are not, you are not that old self. You see, all those self-doubts that you have, even after you've accepted the Lordship of Jesus, they were thought planted in you by the devil. The sins you've committed in the past, the ones you commit right now, the ones you commit tomorrow, Jesus paid the price for them all. But here's how you will know if you're indeed saved. Sins begin to repel you. Sins will no longer be attractive to you. Kissing, sleeping with someone to whom you're not legally married will no longer be an attraction. Drugs, addiction to drugs, addiction to alcohol will no longer be an attraction. Lies will no longer be an attraction. 
exaggerations will no longer be an attraction. Anger will no longer be an attraction. Hatred, jealousy, envy, lavishness, all those things will no longer be an attraction. It says, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Kindness. So in Jesus, there is no refurbished, there is no refurbished new creation. Did you get me? There is no refurbished saved soul. You are either saved or not saved. Ephesians chapter number two. How shall we? Huh? It says, how once we, I mean, how, how we once conducted ourselves in our own selfish ways. We who were once, you know, dead in sin. We were dead in sins and trespasses. Just like the way the people of the world, they conduct themselves. Ephesians chapter number two. Romans chapter number six from verse number one then says, How shall you continue in sin and pray that grace should abound? It says, How shall we who are dead to sin continue to live in sin? God forbid. Why are you shameful? Why don't you want him famous? Why don't you want him? No, that Act 10, actually didn't plan this Act 10 when I was preparing for this session, but I just, my, my I just can't leave that particular scripture. Act 10, verse number 42. Act 10, 42. Act chapter number 10, verse 42. It says, and he commanded us. He commanded us to preach to the people. Who are you preaching to? So who have you been preaching to? See, your life perhaps will be the only Bible some people will ever read in their lives. You must make sure it is worth reading. I shared with you, those of you who attend Lofty High Christian Center, how my manager in the office wanted to give me money. And she said she knew that if she addressed that money to church, it would make me happier. She knew where my interests lie. Many of you will tell her, ah, no, don't address it to church. Go and change it. No, Wale Tejuma, put my name there. Glory to Jesus. If she did that then, that money would have been spent. Money will finish. It is the joy of the Lord that endures forever. Amen. This is why I pray. For those of you who attend Lofty Height and your tithers, I usually pray, maybe you all don't also pay attention sometimes, that may God give to you things that money cannot buy. Joy, money cannot buy it. The max money can buy for you will be happiness. Not joy. Because joy is a fruit of the Spirit. You all know now. Glory to Jesus. you make a resolve to make his passion your passion dear deeper disciples and deeper participants can you please make it your desire to 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 thirst and run after souls this daughter of mine yesterday sent me a message i could see the joy in her you all that happened it was brother or not joshua or not who posted the banner 
for deeper, the personalized. Why did we, that personalized banner that we created, that's the concept I use in Lagos, Nigeria for Lofty Head Conference. As far back as five, six, seven years ago, every attendee, those ones is even so more serious because your name will be there. Your picture, your name, and we we'll say, I'll be attending Lofty Head Conference 2000 and blah, blah, blah. We did this personalized banner for you in case you are ashamed of your pastor's face and the name of your church so that you can go and look for your own beautiful picture and at least sell yourself. So by selling your beauty, let them see the banner and say they want to know your God. Yet, many of you, it was Brother Joshua who posted it. So the lady following Brother Joshua saw that, following um, Sister Teniola too, saw, saw that, then she was lost. Uh -uh. I saw it on Joshua's wall. Now I'm seeing it on your wall. What's going on? I want to know more about this. That was the effect. And the lady explained that she's actually at a phase in her life where she's wanting to know more about God. She was in the morning session. Glory to Jesus. Why are you ashamed? Why? Acts chapter number two, Bible says that Peter stood up and announced to them, declared to them very boldly, no, these ones are not drunk. Don't think they are drunk. That Jesus that you crucified was the, he was the one who has given these ones the power to do these things that you're now saying. I want you to please make a resolve. Your attendance in deeper is not complete if you will not make a resolve to be passionate about the things dear to Jesus' heart. Make a resolve to just make this Jesus famous. I don't know how many of you follow me on Instagram. Let me read my bio to you. I'm not saying you should become like me. You need to have a certain level of revelation for you to want to do what I do. Let me read my bio out to you guys. My Instagram bio reads, A life committed to inspiring lives, making Jesus famous, and spreading love. Of course, yes, I'm married. So don't think that the love is boyfriend-girlfriend love. No. The love of Christ. In what form, in what way are you making Jesus famous? In what form, in what way are you making Jesus known? In what form, in what way are you making your friend? Some of you don't even bother inviting people to church again. You say because of the virus. Okay, they don't want to come. Give them the link of the online church. When you are in church, once service starts, then copy that link and send to them. Again, or quickly step outside. Hey. Codice, service is started. Service is started. I just sent you the link. Connect now. You'll be blessed. And watch if they will be blessed or not. If you are being blessed, why wouldn't they be blessed? I said, bring this second part to your close right now. I need you to just rise up on your feet. Then I go to the third one, which is going to be the final one for tonight. Like some of you also need to stretch. Okay, so my head 
go after me my head my shoulder my knees my toes my head my shoulders my knees my toes my head my shoulders my knees my toes they all belong to jesus hallelujah so as I bring this second part to a close, I need you to lift up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, tonight, I choose to make you famous. I'm sorry I've not done enough in sharing about you. I choose not to longer be ashamed, not to longer be fearful about telling others about you. Anoint my tongue afresh in the name of Jesus. I use every tool that you've blessed me with to make you famous in Jesus' name. Celebrate Jesus now. Come on. Have your seat in God's presence. Glory to God. I hope you are getting blessed. So let's move to the last part for tonight's session. This Jesus is person, is passion, and is power. Somebody says, um, Pastor, why, how, why, how do you do the things that you do? When the love of the Father hits you up, hits you up, you would know that until you are done, there is no resting. It was Lois who came to meet me at the lobby area this evening and was telling me how many hours I preached for in the first service now going right now this is the i mean during morning session rather this is the evening session tomorrow i'll still be the same person but that god is going to use to feed you the word in both first and second service if you are passionate it will release strength to you glory to god let's take a look at the last part his power his power Let's talk about the power of Jesus. I think saying to you all that you cannot talk about the power of Jesus without talking about the Holy Spirit would be a tautology. That would be a pure tautology. It would be me repeating myself. Because there is no Jesus' power Without his spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? God. In church, I shared a series on the Holy Spirit for about two months before. Why I did share that he's a person, not a thing. A person, not a thing. So, the Holy Spirit was the enabler that helped Jesus to do all that Jesus did while he was on the face of the earth. You saw that in Luke chapter number 4 verse 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. The power of Jesus. Paul says, the kingdom of the Lord is not in meat and drinks. It is in power. See, 
this Jesus that we talk about and this Jesus that we preach, he cannot be effectively preached without power. You know, all the words I'm sharing with you, plus the things I'm saying to you this moment, it takes the power of the Holy Ghost for these words not to fall to the ground in your life. 44th verse or 43rd verse from 43rd verse of the book of Acts, chapter number 10. Bible tells us that while Peter was still speaking in the house of Cornelius, the Holy Spirit fell upon them. In St. Acts chapter number 2, Bible tells us that when Peter was speaking after he had told them who this Jesus was, Bible says they were caught to their hearts and they began to ask him, so please tell us, what shall we do to be saved? Bible says yet again in that book of um, Acts chapter number 8, that, uh, was that where you found it? Acts chapter number 8, the story of the eunuch, the Ethiopian eunuch. Bible says that, that Philip, you know, opened up his mouth from that, at that particular spot from there and began to preach Jesus to the eunuch. You think it was the words that um, Peter, I mean, the Philip was sharing that made the eunuch to say, what stops me from being baptized today? No. You know one of the reasons why many of you have prayed and nothing is happening. You've prayed for the sick and they're not recovering. And you cannot share the gospel because you lack power. Jesus cannot be effectively preached without power. Luke 10, 17 to 19. Luke chapter number 10 from verses number 17 to 19. Bible says to us, Bible says that when Jesus, when the 70, they returned, they came to Jesus and said, Master, even the demons were subject to us in your name. They were surprised. And you see, what they had was exousia. Was a delegated power. You hear me now? What they had was exousia. Exousia is a Greek word for authority or influence. That authority or influence that you have or that you exercise as a result of someone giving you the power to use it. So if I say, give me the power, I can withdraw that power from you. So they went to use only exousia. Huh? And the demons were being subjected to them in the name of Jesus. And they came to the Lord. See, the Bible says they returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. 18 says, and he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. He says, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. As a growing, I was born in a Christian home. I did not come to the knowledge of the gospel until about 2000 and Four, no, 2003, You hear what I'm saying now? Even though I was born in, in, into a Christian home. He says, I give you power. Growing up in the faith, whenever I remember looking 19, something surges in me. Even though as at that period, 
I did not know that the power that Jesus gave them was exousia. This was not the power of the Holy Ghost. Because Jesus was with them, they did not have the Holy... What? I mean, how can you have the Holy Ghost and have Jesus with you? No. But even at that, I'll remember Luke 10, 19, and something will surge in me. Say, wow, the Lord has given me power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemies, and nothing shall by enemies hurt me. And it was working for me. It works. Just remembering this alone works. Now, put this on a level. They now go to Act chapter number 1, verse number 8 again. Act chapter number 1, verse number 8. Act chapter number 1 from verse number 8. Bible says, Jesus speaking to his disciples, he says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. You shall receive what? Power. That power Jesus referenced here was not the same thing as exousia. That was dunamis. Dangerous power. You hear me, Brooklyn? That was that that level of one eight is greater than level of ten nineteen of the book of Luke. In Luke ten nineteen, it was exousia. Delegated influence or delegated authority. But this time around. He now made, he has now made your home, your life, your body, the temple of that power. In other words, you as you are right now, huh? you are an armory. Hey! Glory to God! In other words, you are an armory. So in you, all manner of weapons and power. Oh, in you, they all reside. Amen. But many believers don't know. See, listen to me. This work of faith cannot be done without power. You see, this power is not something you now beg God for. If you've accepted the Lordship of Jesus, that power is in you. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost in power. That power, in other words, the one who made Jesus, Jesus lives inside you. He is not just in you. For the purpose of the online participants of this conference who do not attend Lofty High Christian Center, you'll find on our YouTube channel series of messages titled um, The Holy Spirit. It was taken sometimes between September and October of last year. It will transform your life forever. Jesus in John chapter number 14 said to his disciples John, let's see it let me show you I won't bring the session to a close glory to God the gospel cannot be shared without what I don't think I need to say to you that you cannot live victoriously as a New Testament believer without power we trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you.